Hey, it's Pastor Mike. I'll keep this short because I know you want to listen to today's message. You're here because you want to continue growing in your faith, and we at Time of Grace want the exact same thing for you. Just visit us at timeofgrace.org, and you'll find a ton of resources at your fingertips, like sermons, videos, books, devotions, our blog, and of course, more podcasts. See you there. As we talk about significance, one of the first things that we need to figure out is how God measures significance. See, everyone in the world is chasing significance, and yet if you ask 10 different people to give you a definition of what a significant life looks like, you'll probably get 10 different answers. We're all chasing significance, and yet we measure significance on different scales. It kind of reminds me of this scene from the TV show, The Office, where the manager, Michael, takes his employees on a corporate retreat. And what you find out and what the employees soon find out is that this corporate retreat is a thinly veiled competition to determine who the next manager of the branch will be. And so there's this point during the episode where Michael calls to his secretary, Pam, whom he's forced to take notes for this whole thing. And he asks her, Pam, who's ahead in points? And she says, I'm not really sure. I think it's tied. At various times, you've given Jim 10 points. You've given Dwight a gold star and you've given Stanley a thumbs up. And I'm not really sure how to compare those units. See, this is a little bit like the problem that we run into when we try to chase significance. If you ask different people, some people will say that significance means you have success in your career. Other people will say it's success in your family life or in the the deeper things in life that give it meaning and purpose. Just one example of this is if you ask people what's more significant, to spend less time at work and more time at home with your family, or to spend more time at work so that you can spend more time with your family and better provide for them in the future. If you ask people that question, you're probably gonna get a lot of different answers. And so this is the problem that we run into is that we don't find those answers in the Bible. God never tells us exactly how many hours per week we should be working. He doesn't tell us what is the exact right amount of time to spend with our families or what the right career path for us is. He doesn't tell us how to spend every single second of every day. In some ways, it would be really nice if he did. And yet, what he does tell us is that as we look for significance, it might not always be where we expect. See, he shows us in his word that his way of measuring significance is really the exact opposite of the way the world tends to measure significance. One of the places you see that is in Matthew chapter 5. It's at the very beginning of one of Jesus' most famous sermons called the Sermon on the Mount. And in this sermon, Jesus starts off by listing all these people that he considers blessed. He says this, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Those are just three of the examples Jesus gives. And yet I think already from just those three, you can see that the way Jesus values things is completely upside down from the way that we do. I don't think many of us would consider mourning or being poor in spirit or being meek something that we aspire to. I don't think we would consider those things blessed. 
And yet Jesus does. His value system is completely different from ours. And that's not something that Jesus only taught. It's also something that he lived. See, Jesus was the son of God. And as the son of God, he possessed every ounce of divine power that was used to create the universe. And yet he didn't take that divine power and use it to his own advantage. Instead, he humbled himself. He chose to become meek and lowly and walk with us here on earth. To, to live in our place and to die the death that we deserved. Jesus' great act of humility is the reason that even though we may be poor in spirit now, we will inherit the kingdom of heaven. He's the reason that even if we mourn now, we will be comforted. He's the reason that even if we are meek and lowly, we'll inherit the earth. So whatever it is you choose to do with your life, know that in Jesus, you are already significant. And that just goes to show you how backwards and upside down God's way of measuring significance is, at least by the world's standards. Because the most significant thing about you isn't anything you did at all. It's what Jesus did for you. Through him, you are blessed. Through him, you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Through him, you will be comforted. Through him, you will inherit the earth. And through him, you are significant. Right here and right now. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, every one of us wants to be significant. It's a desire that you have put in our hearts we ask that you would help us to find our significance, not in the things that we do, but in what you did for us. Help the, the truth that we are significant in you to give us fulfillment and to give us motivation to live every day of our lives for you and for your glory. We ask this in your name. Amen.